0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link
1: in the show description to support now.
0: It's a Dapper Devil Productions. See? All right, hello everyone and welcome back to In My Opinion a semi-special episode of Glee! Glee.
1: Aggressive. Aggressive!
0: My name is Karina Stokes.
1: My name is Ian Brodsky, and I am fascinated to hear what you think is so somewhat There's special literally about...
0: one thing that's special about this episode, and I tell- okay. mentioned it at the end of last recording. Um, this episode features the one song by the Glee cast that was allowed um, to be played at my wedding.
1: <laughs> okay...
0: So, that is why it is special. One of these songs played at my wedding. Ian, you were there. You heard it.
1: I was there, and I know I heard it, and I watched this episode today, and even still, I'm like, I don't know what (laughs) that could (laughs) be. Don't know (laughs) what it could be. fair.
0: Um, well... No, not fair. No, it's fair. Anyway. I have... My take on this is not correct. Um, surely by now, (laughs) listeners, you have guessed that we are discussing, um... Season three, episode fifteen, entitled "Big Brother." Uh, this and originally... if you didn't
1: guess it, then either you didn't read um, the the episode the title, title, or yeah. y- or you can't read, and that's okay.
0: Um, this originally aired April tenth, two thousand and twelve. Mm-hmm. I meant to look. When did? Is that like a big jump? Did we did we do a time skip, or is that on track?
1: Excellent question. I February, do not know.
0: yeah. So that's after b- the last one ended in February. So we we are back really? from. A, yeah, they do like a little winter hiatus. Mm, I guess little
1: spring break.
0: A little no no March. No th- nothing happens in Glee Club in March. Right. Which is a shame because they couldn't capitalize on St. Patrick's Day. What well, with their Irish kid, but.
1: Yo, I'm surprised that they did not. Now that you mention it.
0: Well, you know, don't they don't air in March? Um, mm-hmm. so which is why we have a pretty hefty recap, I think, since now we know yeah. that there was a large gap,
1: right? And I, like, kind of the overarching recap stuff you get is like Sue is pregnant, mm-hmm. and Sebastian is not awful anymore because of the whole Karofsky thing that we talked about that time. Yeah. Um, even though they, uh, the New Directions won regionals, being cool is better than being dick who throws rock salt in people's faces and finally Quinn is injured uh, because she was texting and driving on her way to the Rachel and Finn wedding that did not happen. Right.
0: We find out that Rachel and Finn did not get married because of Quinn's accident but they do question. They're like do you think we would have actually gone through with it if there hadn't been such a traumatic experience and they're like yeah I'm sure
1: yeah, that's pretty, like, wishy-washy from the top. Like, especially you can see from Finn that he's like, yeah, ma- maybe one day. Yeah, maybe yeah. in Chicago. Um, yeah, right? We can
0: get married on Wrigley Field, which is where everyone in Chicago... I'm actually sure there's quite a few people that want to get married there. Oh, there's there. got
1: to be. I feel like I've heard of people doing that at Yankee Stadium as well.
0: Baseball people like baseball, and they're going to do their baseball weddings. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. If you want to have a sport you. wedding, you're you're fine.
1: You, you go sport wedding. Again, we support you here.
0: Yay, sports. Um, um, we find out that Quinn is back in school, and she is mm-hmm. currently in a wheelchair.
1: Yes. Um, this is, as she puts it, the happiest day of her life, because um, as the very immediate st- song will tell you after it, she's still standing. Okay,
0: okay. So Quinn okay. is very optimistic she comes in she's like yep i didn't die you know that's great and we're like yeah that's true." praise
1: god yeah
0: and then and then we cut to the choir room where her and artie in what i would call poor taste do a (laughs) rendition of elton john's i'm still standing
1: yeah, this did and, not feel like the accessibility visibility that anybody asked for.
0: And you're like, is it supposed to read as an uncomfortable joke? But then, like, you pan to the rest of the Glee Club, and they're all like, yeah, yay! Right. And not, like, uncomfortable and dumbfounded, which is what they should be to to this song choice. Like, is it supposed to be ironic? Is it supposed to be, like, emotionally I'm still standing, even though I am currently cannot walk? And Artie's and case... Have not been able to walk for a very long time. Why? Why this?
1: Why this? Why this decision? Um, Surely there's Diana better songs
0: that like oh. encapsulate I mean, the feeling that they're trying to say.
1: I don't. Don't ask me why. The immediate first thing I thought of that they could have done instead was Chumbawamba's Tub Thumping. Absolutely not. That's, that's That is the that is the one worst song
0: that you could have that they could have sung. Yes, if they had done I, Chumbawamba's correct. Tub Thumping. That like, would have just, been worse.
1: In any context, Glee doing tub-thumping just... I don't know why, that probably would have been the funniest, unintentional satire that we had had yet to this point.
0: Do you think they did?
1: I'd, I'm, I'd, I i would mean, I'd be surprised if they didn't, and I'd be surprised if they did. I don't think they did. That song feels like... It, what, no? I
0: don't think they did, no.
1: Okay, well, that song feels like public domain at this point, so...
0: Yeah, so you're right. Chumbawamba's time-thumping is the absolute worst choice. This is probably the second worst <laughs> choice. Surely there's enough songs about, like, optimism and hope that don't involve the phrase, I'm still standing, repeated a bunch of times.
1: Or I get knocked down, but I get up again.
0: Yeah. Wow. A um,
1: oh, good thing of... they didn't do running up that hill.
0: Rolling up that hill. <laughs> that one's adaptable. Uh, <laughs> devoid mean, yeah, of the context. Hill, the hill
1: is accessible. <laughs>
0: Devoid of any context, it's fine.
1: You don't get a lot of
0: Quinn and Artie. That's a fun combo. I think Artie overpowers Quinn's voice a little bit, like, when they're singing together. But that's not his fault. Um, Right. But, like, Um, yeah, just as a song, you're like, oh, this is a fun duet. But it's in the worst context in the world, so that gets it done. Truly.
1: Yes. Um, Minus several points.
0: Also. um, Mm -hmm. Because when you're in a wheelchair, you get to carry your backpack with you everywhere. Uh, we never see any of the kids holding any backpacks except for Artie because he can put it on his back. So now Quinn also gets a backpack. Yes. She is sporting a Vera too. Bradley patterned backpack, which is so 100% correct that I was like, damn, props department, <laughs> you did
1: it today. A plus. A plus. A
0: plus. Finn would, uh, Quinn would absolutely have a Vera Bradley backpack. She's got a matching Multiple. duffel at home. You know it.
1: Oh, Absolutely.
0: She's gonna move oh, man, into college like, with that Vera Bradley Devil and she's gonna thrive.
1: And inside of both of them are like little change purses that are. Yeah, come she's with got the it. change purses, yep. yep. Um, yeah, and then we check out like as soon as the as soon as they finish the song, we get the really like driven home don't text and drive ever. It's we get the, the, the stupidest PSA thing I've done.
0: And the exposition, right? Yeah. Um we find out that she has uh, just has a compressed spine, so it was not broken, it was just severely compressed, so as she puts it, her plumbing still works, which I'm like, thank you for telling us.
1: <laughs> I mean, good for you.
0: I'm so glad to know that Quinn can still poop without uh, needing yeah. extra assistance.
1: Yeah. Um, um But she's, and she is expected to make a full recovery, I guess.
0: Yeah, she's starting to feel movement in her legs and feet again. Yeah,
1: convenient. So she can make
0: a full, um, recovery. And this whole thing is played very straight. Like, this it's is true. very serious. It's Quinn, like, do not text and drive. Dumbest thing I've ever done. Here's my injuries. Everything is going to be great and I'm going to walk across that stage and go to Yale.
1: And Artie's like, and you're like, womp, womp.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Man, Quinn is such a different character now.
0: Mm-hmm. Who was like Quinn at the before. beginning of this season? Who, also. who was
1: Quinn in season one? Like, We have multiple different quinses. Yeah. Anywho, Sue learns from Figgins that Roz is now co-coach of the Cheerios. Right, Um, because she was
0: 15 minutes late to a meet or whatever they call it.
1: Yeah, right off the bat, early in this episode, we're getting some pretty, like, poor treatment of a mother-to-be just trying to take care of herself.
0: Yeah, I was wondering if this counted as discrimination, like, because it is illegal to discriminate against... Pregnant women in the workplace. Yeah. Um, but depending on how it's framed, I guess it could be considered an accommodation of like, well, we're not firing you for missing this. We're just working right. around your schedule. And it's Sue taking it personally because she doesn't want to share. It, I think it all depends on compensation.
1: Mm. Did she get pay
0: docked for this? Then, in which case I think it's discrimination. But if it's like she's still getting paid her full wages. And just having an assistant to help coach, so she is can be you know that sounds actually reasonable, but it really depends.
1: But we never really and get also, that far into it.
0: You don't, and like they never will. And it's not like something you could just—they should have just told her because she obviously feels a lot of ownership over the Cheerios, and so. Of course. Uh. And then they make a lot of um, jokes about Sue giving birth to a full-grown adult again. Right. Which we did sure. last time, but still landed well enough.
1: Yeah, and funny enough.
0: The way that Sue decides to deal with this is to be like, I'll get you a national championship. The Glee Club ones. I'm going to go help them win until so you get $10,000 and then you give me back my Cheerios. I'm like, right. this is convoluted because A, why do... Why? why? But also, in theory, once Sue has the baby, she'll be able to just kind of... We don't know what her long term plans are in terms of childcare and stuff, so. It's not like they're yeah. taking away the Cheerios forever. I don't know. It was dumb. Whatever. The, the, the Sue of it get... all.
1: wasn't fully formed in this episode. Like, we may be at, at like 70,
0: 80%. It's just like, we need to get Sue involved in more plot right now. So. so now she's, she's helping taken the taking
1: over booty camp, like, which, no, not that word again. Please stop.
0: The only good thing about sue doing booty camp which we did not need back is she at least treats everyone terrible equally <laughs> yes. unlike will who singled people who... out to bully them
1: oh man and we'll get to it the next episode but he does yeah. it again essentially anyway right? so
0: he was like how could how could you be so shitty to them at booty camp and i'm like william
1: william sir you were
0: so shitty to mercedes she literally quit your club
1: yeah and but started a new off, club yeah yeah Apparently, Will, like, approaches her afterwards and um, gets a note from Kurt that says, "Uh, Sue was worse than Tabitha, and the response, I don't know who uh, Porcelain is referring to, but I assume it's gay and niche, was funny. Do
0: you you know who Tabitha is?
1: No. That's why I assumed that was true.
0: (laughs) I'm 90% sure he's referring to the Bravo show uh, called Tabitha's Salon Takeover. In which famous hairstylist Tabitha, last name I don't remember, would go. <laughs> it was, like, in the style of, like, Kitchen Nightmares Bar Rescue. Like, Tabitha would go to these salons that were losing money and in, like, terrible shape. And she'd be a bitch and be like, you're you're not running this salon right. And I'm going to make it over and make sure you're following health code and get you back your dreams. But so she was, like, helping people achieve their dreams with just, like, being real bitchy. Sure. Like a, a Gordon Ramsay but for hairstyling. Naturally. It's pretty good, actually. Good show.
1: Okay. Um, uh, the yeah. only
0: other thing I have from this is like they're talking about this in the teacher's lounge, and sometimes they're standing in front of like a giant bulletin board full of notices and one of them and this is inside the teacher's lounge. And one of them just says lost scooter. So the idea that a faculty <laughs> member lost their scooter and has put up a oh sign for God. it in the teacher's lounge made me laugh.
1: That is hilarious. Also, I can guarantee you that Puck sc- stole the scooter. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so uh, she is nervous because, uh, well, she's not nervous quite yet, but, like, she's going today to confirm the sex of her daughter, LOL. Yeah. Um, she tells Will and Emma to stop trying to understand her actions. She is hormonal and unpredictable. Um Fine. And Will and em- well Emma basically agrees for them that they are going to go with her because she needs a friend.
0: Yeah, Emma invites her and Will along to Sue's medical appointment, which I think is kind of fucked up. Don't yes. do that. It's not your <laughs> place, Emma, to decide whether or not Sue needs moral support, and it's certainly not your place to be like, "We'll attend your medical doctor's appointment with you." Yeah. Hello. We are not really that close. We work together.
1: And yeah. a lot of the
0: time, you're actively mean to us. But let's let's go. But you I'll know what? Let's make sure. You, yeah,
1: let's make sure everything is working. Um, yeah.
0: So that was weird.
1: Enter Matt Bomer, Um Yes,
0: who I kept thinking was from Suits, but was actually definitely from White Collar.
1: I mean, six and one. I was
0: so I was so confident, and then I looked it up. I was like, ah, he was on White Collar. <laughs>
1: um, as Cooper Anderson, not to be confused yes. with Anderson Cooper. That's true,
0: I didn't even think about that. I didn't
1: think of that until right before we started recording. (laughs) Um, So, Matt Bomer, Cooper Anderson, I'm just going to call him Matt Bomer, um, is a Midwestern famous commercial actor for a uh, series, I guess, because they talk about this uh, series of commercial having a hiatus. Um, Yeah. Yeah, for like a credit union thingy.
0: Well, do you um, remember freecreditreports.com?
1: Yes, it's basically that.
0: It's that, yeah. It's it's their version of that. Which, it's true, very 2012. Uh, we all loved commercials back then. Yeah. Like, commercials had their own, like...
1: Truly the platinum age of commercials.
0: Right, so the freecreditreport.com guy...
1: Got an was, upgrade.
0: I, yeah, so... And it's and, Matt he's, he's one of those.
1: Kurt, like, <laughs> is do- all fawning over him, and Sue is like will you sign my breast, which is so fucking funny. The Sue Sylvester of this. He does. But this is, like, one of the funniest Sue scenes to me.
0: I like this because it is very much like, and no offense to anyone in any here, but it is very much him being, like, Ohio famous. Yes. Like, he's come back and he does, he has, like, a line of commercials and he's, and so everyone in, like, in his hometown is, like, fully starstruck, like, this guy made it, where, like, you know, like, back wherever he's based out of, people fully are, the like... the
1: hometown hero.
0: Yeah, and he's still, like, a nobody out in L.A. or New York right. or wherever he is based out of.
1: The only weird thing um, about this to me was, like, it, he didn't necessarily go to, um, McKinley, though. Not that, like, that would make a no. difference, but, like, the hometown hero of it all, like, you would he's think that, like... He's just
0: famous enough, no, no matter where he goes in Ohio, people are, like...
1: Sure. Damn. Okay.
0: Damn. Um, He's from Ohio. Uh, he, Sue says, has this whole feel about, like, if Alan Menken is not writing a musical yes! for you.
1: I will hunt him down myself and beat him. So yes. funny.
0: Because you are a, print, a Disney prince. And you're like, wow, Which, okay.
1: I mean, true, though.
0: Not enough Alan Menken references on the show so far, so I'll take We're,
1: it. Truly. Like, and uh, surprising. We've made it... Almost three full seasons through, and Mm -hmm. um, not a lot of Menken. Not even a lot of Menken songs, I don't think.
0: I know! Which is also surprising.
1: Yeah. Um, Oh, man. The fact that... I'm fully surprised that we have not gotten Rachel Berry doing Belle, the opening from Beauty and the Beast, like, down the McKinley Hallway. I don't know.
0: We don't need them.
1: No. Um, Anyway, we cut to the library for ideas for Senior Skip Day. Um, did you
0: do your senior skip day, Ian?
1: I did. Uh, yes, I did. Um, it Good was just a friend and me. We went to the city. We hung out in the city for a while, and then we went home. It was chill. Did
0: nice. you? No, I actually went to school. My, um, my So my parents were fully willing to let me skip. But oh, my, I remember uh, you
1: told me about that once. Yeah, I
0: think I've told you this, that like my one of my best friends was like, I really can't miss my ceramics projects that I need to do. And I was like, well, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah do senior skip day without you so i guess we'll just go to school
1: you're a good friend
0: this year my mom was really worried because my brother did he did skip on senior skip day Mm -hmm. and she was like i know you went to school that day did i make you go to school she's like was i like that like parent for your like super hard of the first kid and then just stopped caring i was like no 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 you were willing to let me skip on senior skip day i chose to go to school and she was like okay thank god because i would have felt really bad if uh Man. If I'd made you go to school and then years later was like, doesn't matter.
1: You can skip. I love your parents.
0: But in the midst of them trying to plan for a fun senior skip day, which they call senior ditch day, which doesn't roll off the tongue as well. So I wouldn't right. call it that. No, uh, Rachel you. brings down the mood by making Quinn's car accident all about herself.
1: Yo, that was dumb. That was so annoying. And well, like she's
0: like feeling guilty because in her mind, she's like Quinn was paralyzed.
1: Because driving to on my, my to, event. Right, She's on her way to my, my wedding. Text for
0: my wedding, like, so it's my fault. And you're like, okay, well, it's fine that you feel bad about this, but it, it is weird what you're doing right now.
1: Especially right after they were throwing out ideas and Mike Chang suggests a Footloose movie marathon where yeah. he calls out both Footloose movies. Hilarious. Um, and then immediately followed by Brittany saying, it's springtime, I would like to see something give birth. And I... Cracked up in the middle of the break room <laughs> On my lunch break
0: Yeah and so it sucks that Rachel Decides to be a bummer and then Quinn has To like make Rachel feel Better about yeah. her, her Injury
1: then they have this weird Hug and the um, The the conclusion is let's go to Six Flags Okay Okay um, Puck wants to move to California expand his Business yep. wants Finn to go there with him Um But we'll circle yeah, back to that yeah, a lot of pools.
0: Finn's like, but I'm going to New York. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, that. There's um, a lot of that. We cut to the choir room. We got lazy idiots written on a whiteboard.
0: Hilarious.
1: And with the introduction, ladies and gays, I give you Porcelain's famous brother, Cooper. Which... That did
0: make me laugh, because Blaine was, like, actually
1: in the- It's my Totally brother. blown over, yeah. Yes! So funny. Um, Cooper's going to teach a master class in acting. Everyone, of course, is into it except Blaine. Um, right. But this is an excuse for them to do their Duran Duran impression.
0: Ian, this is the song that played at my wedding.
1: I believe that. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, they What they do is get up and perform. Maybe... Well, first, they're like, we would, used to impress the neighborhood with our Simon LeBond impression. Simon Levon is from Duran Duran. So they get up... And they do a mashup of Hungry Like the Wolf and Rio. Yes. And it is absolute fire. Here's the thing. No one else carries this take around with them. No one else is like... (laughs) My favorite moment of Glee is when Darren Chris, and Matt Balmer did a mashup of Duran Duran's Hungry Like the Wolf and Rio. Because why would it? But I don't know. I just... My undying love for Duran Duran... Which I didn't even think like it's not like I go in every day I'm like time to listen to Duran Duran. <laughs> I just like it, and it, you know it's a good mashup. It slaps. It does. Two good this was excellent.
1: Yes, it it is peak soft choreography though.
0: Yeah, well that's fine. I'm not here for it's, the choreography. It's fine. No,
1: I mean like the song again. The song out of context is excellent, and I mean I can't even knock you for that take because we all know that my take is that sing by MCR that they covered is the best so
0: yeah I mean more people will probably agree with you this is a song that I, I, I think most that. people will not remember that Glee did
1: I was a margarita and a like, half in on a boat the other day and I said that to my friend and she was like why
0: what was what was her favorite song they ever did on Glee
1: um the Adele mashup
0: I mean that's good but I it's mean, no Duran Duran
1: It's like it New waves."
0: I like New Wave a lot. Yeah, no. It's great. Also, like, Hungry Like the Wolf will always reminded me of Big Fat Liar, which is a great movie starring young Frankie Muniz and Amanda Bynes.
1: Um, mm, man. And
0: Rio's just a good song. It just slaps.
1: Yes. No, it was a great song. Um, also, this got me thinking, what if Matt Bomer was cast as Will Schuster?
0: Yeah. He's like, got the it, cheekbones for it.
1: He's got the cheekbones that, like, I feel like all of... The forced sex appeal that they tried to make happen in the first...
0: Would actually land. Like yeah. It was Matt Bomer. Yeah. You're right.
1: Cut to breadsticks. Unless you want to talk more about this number, I give you, like... No. The floor is yours.
0: No, I've said my piece. Everyone knows. This is great. Go watch it again. <laughs> it's actually... It, the thing is, it's so not even, like, in the Glee world that you can't even find a decent, like, YouTube clip of it. It's, like, zoomed in too far... And, like, reverse to, like, one of those old ones oh, that you yeah. have to do to avoid copyright.
1: Yup. Cuts of breadsticks where the brothers mm-hmm. are eating, or whatever. Yeah. Um, Cooper Anderson is giving, like, full obnoxious theater kid Yeah. Um, by, like, doing, by testing an accent on the waitress.
0: Yeah. To get, like, unclear if the intention is to get free stuff, but it does get him from free stuff, so. It
1: does. Do you I think mean, that would work? I mean, it's Matt Bomer, so I'm sure he gets free stuff just for being pretty all the time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you think an, if you go into an Olive Garden and try to talk <laughs> with an Irish accent, you could get a free soda?
1: <laughs> oh, man. And the thing is, I don't even want to try because any Olive Garden I'm going to in New York is already overrun with tourists. And if I go in with an accent, they'll probably upcharge me. Yeah, that's true. This is where Blaine is all like, "You, all you do is tell me how bad I am at stuff. Um, and Cooper's like, nah, I just want to get to know you better. So you're going to come to my master class tomorrow, right?
0: Mm-hmm. We do get like a little flashback of them as children. Um, yeah, where baby Blaine is doing a, some dancing to Mbop, mm-hmm. and his older brother tells him that he's like his balance is off. Yeah, and he's like, I just learned Blaine's to walk just, a
1: couple months ago, or we a couple years ago, three years ago. Yeah, and you're
0: three like, okay, ago. that's
1: cute. Artie teaches Quinn how to conquer the steepest ramp in Lima, Ohio, which is at the school, apparently.
0: Yeah. Um, or well, I guess. Yeah. No, they did say it. Yeah, yeah. At this point, I was like, "Well, we've already had the best number in the episode, so what else could happen?" Um, right. Unclear if this ramp is ADA compliant. Seems a little too steep for that. But and, who's yeah, to say? that's
1: the whole thing. And like otherwise, like this is a cute scene between the two of it them. It was. Like,
0: it looks like those actors are having a lot of fun with that duo. Yeah. Like two people, two characters who have not spent a lot of time together. It seems like natural sounding dialogue almost and then they seem like they had a good time and I was like oh surprisingly fun scene uh also Artie's sweater watch Artie's wearing a sweater that looks like it has old-timey cars and martini glasses on it neat which is
1: hilarious (laughs) (laughs) oh man justice for Diana Agron and Kevin McHale
0: yes she she makes it to the top of the difficult ramp she's very proud of herself and Artie's like look I want to level with you.
1: Six, Six flags, flags gonna sucks be tough
0: if in, when you're in a wheelchair. Yeah. So I have another idea. If you want to do that with me instead, and put I a pin like, in that. Put a pin in that. Yeah.
1: Um, we get to the Cooper Anderson acting masterclass. Yes, it
0: adv- starts with "Don't go to college," and Broadway is dead.
1: Yeah, and like I did, I was not sure if this was gonna be the whole like I, ro- like, I I wasn't sure if this was like ironic or if this was going to be like the start to sort of like climactic buildup of like, man, I feel like a failure. Like I'm, I'm, um, I'm famous in Ohio, but like nobody in LA right. knows who I am. And like I was just trying to sabotage y'all because I'm already jealous of how talented you all are. But uh, non-spoiler no. alert: we never get that. No. It's just him doing terrible, like giving terrible acting advice, like saying, yes. "Here's how you do dynamic headshots" and just posing. Uh, yeah saying the key to a dramatic scene is pointing.
0: The secret to great acting is ignoring whatever whatever the other actor is doing.:
1: Which: <sighs> Yeah. So I'm um, guessing
0: none of those are none of those are great advice.
1: I mean, I, I wouldn't, but I, I would be lying if I said I haven't worked with actors that do that irregardlessly. Uh,
0: the pointing or the ignoring?: Yes. Okay. Um, um, Blaine hates all of this
1: yeah and um anyway like what was very like funny that might be just like an insider baseball kind of thing for the theater kids or the actor kids is he's like so i brought some sides from ncis and i feel like whenever you sign up for like an acting class with like industry professionals like your casting directors and stuff it's always ncis or blue blood sides
0: nice so someone someone was knowing someone
1: someone was knowing Someone um, new. But. Yeah. Of, of course, Tina is the dead body. I know. That did make what me laugh in a sad way. <laughs> right. It's like, at that point, they know what they're doing to her.
0: That was like, oh, yeah. Tina would get stuck as the extra who's just only dead.
1: Yeah. Um, what was funny was, like, as uh, Blaine and Cooper are fighting, we get Santana, like, giving, like, a full cutaway to her, just going, like, yes. Like, yeah. Full nod, like worshiping what this guy is saying. Everyone really funny. is
0: everyone is totally drinking his Kool Aid. Yeah, they're yes. they're all down for the Matt Bomber school of acting with pointing.
1: <laughs> yep, um, act pointing. Um, yes, Finn helps clean a pool. Um, this, yeah, what's Puck's with this plan.
0: Ta- Puck's plan was to use a hot mom to try to get Finn to come to L.A. with him.
1: What's with this town and cougars, like
0: Cougar Town, n- baby? <laughs>
1: Touche. Yeah, we get a really uncomfy in L.A. She's considered ugly line, which, gross. Yeah. Um, uh, you should just move to L.A. Rachel could be on TV, which is an odd foreshadowing, probably, mm. unintentionally. Yeah. Um, think about it, Finn. Cut to yeah, the and OBGYN. It is,
0: like, it is like trying to be like, don't forget you're your own person. Like Yes. Even though necessarily Finn doesn't want to move out to L.A. and help clean pools, like, Puck's point of, like, don't forget that you are a person and your whole future doesn't have to be tied to Rachel, which is, like, a valid point for him to be making, even though if his ultimate goal is just to try to get Finn to hang out with him and clean pools. Like, his points are not bad, they're just delivered in a weird way.
1: Yeah. Cut to the OBGYN. Mm -hmm. Um, Sue, um, (laughs) Sue hates the prospect that it could be a boy, and she, like, lists off, like, Sort of breathing. her fears, yeah. and ending with like, and why do they have nipples? And I'm like, valid question. She's right. Yes. And um, she even says to the uh, doctor, these are my friends. It feels so weird coming out of my mouth, and that was funny. Yeah. Um,
0: and then she does the thing so that how you know something's going to go weird, because she says anything you want to say to me, you can say in front of them, so that's how you know <laughs> there's going to be some, uh, some news.
1: Some news. Apparently, so the baby is a girl. Congrats. Yeah. However... What is it? The amnio came back with irregularities.
0: Um, yeah, like amino re- irregularities. Amino.
1: Um, yeah. Question. Yep. What does that mean?
0: Uh, typically, that means that your baby is showing signs that they will be born with Down syndrome. Copy. So that's why the scene later, like to skip ahead, the scene where Becky comes to uh, comes to Sue, and it was like, "Hey, I heard you're having a, Like you're having a girl." And Sue's yeah. like, yeah, just like you. And it's very emotional nice. nice. Mm, like... Okay. So it's yeah. a very subtle plot about Sue finding out that her baby probably May has Down, Down syndrome. syndrome yeah. And her being, like, weirdly a little more conflicted about it than she probably wants to, considering, you know, her sister and things like that. Yeah. But having, and then accepting it, you know. Man. That's it. It's a very light-touch plot.
1: Hard cut to Matt Bomer. Um... Learning that he had sex with the progressive lady, please leave Flo out of this.
0: See, like I said, remember we just loved commercial characters.
1: Man, well, I mean, I'm partial to Flo. One because like those original series of commercials were like fucking hilarious. Yeah. And also she's from my hometown.
0: Is she really? That's funny.
1: Yeah, she. Well, she's from North Rockland. Okay. Um, so she was maybe from like 15 minutes away from where I grew up, but still, but like, still. Rockland County, baby, we got success stories. Uh, Blaine and his brother kind of start arguing in the hallway, and here yeah. we have Fighter.
0: Yes, Blaine's Fighter. Which,
1: which we uh, which we covered on Gleek of the Week. Shout out to our friends over at Gleek of the Week.
0: Yeah, I still think this is good. I stand by yeah. my choice for voting it for the first time then, too. Um, it's very, like, weirdly fan y like, Yes. Because it's like Blaine... Like getting all sweaty and boxing, and then standing in like under the shower head. And then it's particularly funny. We have
1: that uh, that shot of like the dude in the shower and just his back back. getting wet.
0: But then it's really funny because then it cuts to him like on the stage. And so you go from like sweaty showering Blaine to like Blaine back in an Argyle sweater vest, which is not exactly like you're like, these two things do not match up well. (laughs)
1: It's not giving fighter, as it were.
0: No, it's giving sweater
1: vest. Also, I, also I, like that was when I remembered. Oh yeah, the Dalton Fight Club.
0: Yeah, d- blame boxer at you. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's good. Like it, Darren Chris sings with so much emotion, and it shows here. He is emoting. He, like he continues crazy. to do the
1: most. Yeah. Yep. Um, he leaves no emotional stone unturned.
0: Correct, and his Argyle sweater vest uh it's good
1: yeah um and then we cut to uh white jesus locks guy who yep
0: Who's Ghosts to school don't Barefoot. remember his Disgusting. name joe it's joe hart
1: joe hart um man they gave him nothing to do this episode except this is like, like his Criper second quinn.
0: line literally ever yeah and like finn almost walks into him and then quinn comes out of there and it's like were you texting while walking? That's how it started for me, and then I was texting while driving, and I got into a car accident. You're like, "Whoa, okay." I'm like, fox really much. put in
1: the propaganda money in the weirdest yep. ways. <laughs> That's why I'm in this chair. God. Yeah, um, yeah it was rough, but so, yeah. And um, we cut. Then we cut to like um, Sue being rude to Becky, and this is the aforementioned like. I heard you're having a baby girl. Yeah, baby um, girl just
0: like you. And it's actually like quite, quite, quite heartwarming.
1: It is. It is. Like, the, the Sue Becky scenes are always done yeah. really well. Um, and even though Becky's, like, they, um, he, she gives her a hug and Becky goes, please don't start lactating. Yes. <laughs> that was funny. Um, and then Becky's parenting tip is try to work on your patience, which makes sense. Yeah, Fair. Cut to Quinn and Artie's Skip Day. Yes.
0: Which is at, um, like, an accessible skate park.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and um, we cut in between there and Six Flags. Yeah. Um, which,
0: like, this this song did not... and they, They're singing a song I don't know over it. It's called Up, Up, Up. Same. And it's yeah, by, I had never heard that I before. I can tell you who it's by. I found it out, and I promptly forgot it, because I was like, nah, I've never heard this. It is by... By the band Givers. Sure. Yeah. Um, um, none of this needed to happen. We did not need to see the other kids on a roller coaster at Six Flags. It's most this whole thing felt like someone got a GoPro and they were like, We should do some cool GoPro footage in the show. Right. And they did, and that's it.
1: Or like this was like the beginning of like shot on iPhone and someone yeah. was like, Yo, let's all get on roller coasters with our iPhone fours S yeah. and um yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, I I even thought, like, oh, this was going to be a whole, like, Six Flags partnership, but we don't even see the word Six Flags once. So this could have been...
0: Well, also, a lot of, like, Artie and many of the other Glee Club members who were there are not seniors. So what are they doing on Senior Skip Day? Like, Tina's there. She's not a senior. Artie's not a senior. And I
1: forgot. Artie's not a senior. I forgot about that.
0: So they're just skipping school.
1: Okay. Ballsy.
0: Yeah, this scene was all dumb. All All done. unnecessary. The song was fine, but not memorable enough to be worth my time.
1: And, like, after that, Quinn and Artie are talking, and Quinn's like, I'm going to make a full recovery, and Artie's like, but what if you don't?
0: Don't. And Quinn, we kind of find out that all of Quinn's optimism is based on her belief that she will walk again. Right. Like, she's not willing to accept that. And then there's also sort of this note of, like, Artie perhaps subconsciously not wanting her to make a full recovery because right. now he finally has someone else like you know like him as it were yeah sure so then they kind of leave on an awkward note where um, Artie's pressuring her to be like no you're gonna be like this what if you're like this forever and Quinn being like no I will walk again and like I refuse to
1: not yeah. yeah
0: I'm not there's no like I w- can't go to Yale if I'm in this chair which is not true which but is not
1: true yeah, and then we cut to, like, her locker where shit's fallen out, and um, Joe is like, you should get a lower locker, and it's like, thank you, fellow Christian, um, mm-hmm. thank you for praying for me, but, like, uh, he, he's like, no, I'm praying that you accept whatever, whatever journey is in front of you, and okay. it's like, yeah, okay, this is truly just so she can invite him to be in Glee Club, I- and have him accepted without a fucking audition.
0: Right, sh- sugar is quaking. Um, <laughs> I fully thought he was already in Glee Club. I thought we'd already. Yeah. Done
1: that. I, I thought did we'd too. already done that
0: plot. I guess at the end of the Valentine's Day episode, when they were singing all singing at the dicks, I was like, "Great, so he's in Glee Club now. Don't have to worry about think. that." And now apparently he had not been in Glee Club, so here he is now.
1: Right, and like they didn't even need to like bring him to the Glee Club. All they needed was like one line in the recap to say, "Here's Joe. He's in Glee Club now," and that's what he yep. missed on Glee.
0: But, nope, I guess he he gets brought into the fold now. Fine, good for him. Yeah. He gets accepted without, without, I guess his audition was everyone seeing him sing, uh, during the Valentine's Day episode. Fine. Whatever.
1: Uh, please don't ask me which fa- uh, celeb is the father of my baby. Do we ever find out who's, Sue's baby's, baby's father? this
0: is? becomes a plot joke on, ongoing thing, yes.
1: Okay. Um, man, the David Boreanaz of it all. Um, yeah.
0: Uh, this is like the Sue having, Sue's gonna start having a heart in her own special Sue way,
1: right? Where she's, she's still like d-
0: low key bullying, but.
1: But in, she's gonna she's gonna, gonna be nicer, way? but she's still gonna like kick your ass so that you get the uh, yeah the Nationals trophy. She does call Sam Kentucky Fried Stripper, which is fucking funny <laughs> is to me. Good. <laughs> so good, man. Um, that was like a good monologue of dragging. Um, yes. And, and, also he, and it's all about, she, like,
0: I want my baby to be kind like yeah. you guys. So, also, it's important Will Schuster has one adult That's one friend. Has one adult
1: friend, yes. The deal is, I promise I'll be nicer if you promise to work your butt off and get that trophy.
0: Yeah, fine.
1: Cut to Kurt at Blaine's locker. Um, yeah. He got Blaine like a little stuffed dog at the park, which is cute. Um,
0: yeah, she. He, he clarifies that Rachel just kept insisting that Finn... Uh, win her animals at the park and <laughs> he ultimately won her 14 and that was one that he just took out of the pile to give to play
1: yeah Fair. who did not
0: go on senior skip day because he was too sad about his brother presumably. and also
1: because he's not a senior either he's also apparently. not a
0: senior but i guess that didn't matter
1: whatever it was,
0: it was glee club field trip day glee club truancy day
1: <laughs> um interesting that he was like yeah finn and i don't agree on anything and i'm like since when we never see you guys as brothers right and you guys have always been pretty copacetic
0: yeah my note here is kurt kurt plays the blah 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 family brothers etc card
1: yeah that's it that's 100 (laughs) percent it
0: his suggestion is why don't you sing about it which is hilarious because it is not suggested in a joke parody way at all it seems to be a very earnest uh suggestion of why don't you guys sing about it
1: and this is not even the first time that that has been suggested unironically. Nope. This is just something that happens here.
0: Yep, and they, they do sing about it. And they it do. works.
1: To another song that truly had a chokehold on 2012. chokehold.
0: The largest like, chokehold, perhaps.
1: Yo, I, I, it's definitely in the running. Um, and that song, of course, is Somebody I Used to Know by yep. uh, Gautier, Gautier and Kimbra.
0: It really flashed in the pan for them, though, right? Like, they I mean, did yeah. this song. It was a big song. It held on a long time, but then there's really been nothing there, else. I, I know
1: Gautier had, like... I've heard other Gautier stuff, like, on the radio not knowing it was him.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: um, But, no, Gautier did not have the... uh
0: Staying Did not power. have the
1: stellar career, yeah, that we no. expected, at least in America. Um, I think he That's might be true. English or Australian. I forget which, but here's i love that song though like i actually re- genuinely love that song um and this was this was solid they did a yeah, good job it with it they did a good job um, um does matt Bomer sing in I guess real enough. life like i guess, guess enough, he sings um, enough. Um, and yeah they did they did solid with this and i think this was a good like yeah. plot device like they used this theatrically in a way and um that was cool
0: It was nice of them to agree ahead of time about which parts they were going to take and how they were going to emote through it to solve their problems.
1: Truly, yeah. (laughs) Um, My two final notes on this song are, one, triceps, because it's just, like, Dare and Chris, like, standing, like, arms, like, by his sides, and it's just his triceps. I
0: do like that he's wearing his messenger bag for, like, a good chunk of the number, as though he truly just walked in from the hallway and like not even time to put your bags down you got to go right into it's go time the stakes are high Um, he's already sat in the auditorium waiting with his part memorized
1: yes it's go time and then like the last thing of that song is you get the little keyboard flick and it Mm -hmm. is a close-up like bird's eye view of that keyboard yes for the splitest of seconds do we ever see matt bomer again no okay absolutely not well okay um, it, it, Matt Bomer apologizes
0: yeah we end with the like we're not just brothers we're friends and Blaine's like that's all I ever wanted to be okay and then <laughs> so well, here's what made me laugh about this he's like there's a plot about Matt Bomer getting to audition for a Michael Bay movie and then he was like the audition got cancelled like they right. They decided they wanted something else and Darren Chris is like I know like it's a radical idea he's like why don't we film you doing an, like, an audition? Or we'll film you acting, and then people right. will be able to see. I'm like, you mean a, a reel? Like, something that literally everyone... Like a should... self-tape? A self-tape? Like, things that actors just have available yeah. that you should have had already? Yeah. Okay. Great idea, Blaine. You're really yeah. reinventing the
1: reel on that one. Yeah. Finally, we cut to the hallway. Yep. Rachel is ready for the Neata Scout. Um, Finn is seriously starting to think about the future ahead of him, which is maybe California. Yeah. Uh oh.
0: And then Rachel's like, But what about you supporting me? And, and, Ra- Finn and Finn's like, like but I'm I've a been person. doing a pretty
1: good job of that up to this point. Haven't I?
0: Yeah. And this is why. And my only note on that scene was because it's them fighting about whatever. And my only note was, Again. this is why children should not get married
1: I'm you're fucking right, yeah. I need you to be sh- I need to be sure that you're in love with me and not who you want me to be, and um, that's the episode.
0: Yeah, like it's kind of a forgettable episode. if it didn't have the world's most slappinest number in it, I would not care about it, and I would not revisit it at all.
1: Just like suppose with one of the worst tasted numbers. Yes. The numbers in porous taste, if you will. And, like,
0: considering it has, like, so it has one totally self-contained plot. Blaine has an issue with his brother, and they literally, we meet his brother in that episode, and it resolves in that episode. So it's a nice little bottle episode of that. And then it's got some overarching effects like Quinn's in a wheelchair right now, and Sue's still having a baby, and this, like, plot of Sue softening, but, like, it's not a necessary, it's a very filler
1: episode. In a way, yeah.
0: Like, not much meat to discuss there. But it was fine. Cool. The music yeah. was surprisingly good. And that's my yeah, transition into us <laughs> discussing the music of this episode. Do the
1: thing!
0: Uh, yes. And in a slightly lackluster episode plot-wise, we have some, uh, pretty bitchin' tunes to talk about. So, Ian,
1: mm-hmm. you have to buy
0: one of these tunes,
1: Oh, boy. And
0: and, uh, put it permanently on your iPod collection. I will say also, one, two, three, four, there's only five songs in this, which is, like, feels like the right number of songs, like, enough that you're getting a good variety, but not so much that you're like, holy shit, are they singing again?
1: And and I think that's why this episode felt more cohesive than, like, other ones in this season. Like, I didn't hate this episode, and I think it was because no. it was well-constructed enough in that way.
0: I did not hate it either, but I probably won't remember it past this. Like, I also right. watched it today, and I won't really remember that it exists. And I'll keep forgetting right. about it until I see, think about this mashup. So anyway, yes. you're buying a song. Your choices are I'm Still Standing, mashup of Hungry Like the Wolf and Rio, Fighter, the song Up, Up, Up by still-truly-unknown band, and mm-hmm. somebody that I used to know.
1: I think I might do somebody that I used to know.
0: Somebody I think is probably the like chart topper here, the winner of this episode, really. Um, yeah, but like here, but like
1: I know, and I know. Let me guess, yours is the oh, one yeah. that played at your wedding. Yes, I, I'm sure I that have goes to, without saying. I,
0: I want to own that song. I might go buy it for real, even though I can get it on Spotify.
1: <laughs> right. And here's the thing: it's like. Out of context, I'm still standing is great. Yeah, like, I think I still I'm still standing would be a contender. Yeah, but no. Nah.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Somebody like this, somebody that you snow cover is really good, and it does like sh- showcase Matt Bomber as a singer in a way that I don't think a lot of like. That's not like his career has really gone that direction. So right,
1: that's why I was wondering. I was like, does he actually have vocal chops, or like did they have to auto tune the does. shit out of him? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, only, f- like, a reasonable episode. Yeah. Not top um, tier, but, you know, but not seen the worse. worst. Yeah, just sort of a nice middle-of-the-road episode of Glee.
1: I guess we should plug stuff now, shouldn't we?
0: I suppose.
1: The show is at Glee Aggressive, gleeaggressive at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, make sure you like, comment, rate, and subscribe. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, um... Uh, you can lo- email us in long form at gleeaggressive at gmail.com. Um, what should they write in about this week, Karina?
0: Email us and tell us what role you think Matt Bomber would have in any given Broadway musical. Like, who's he playing in Into mm. the Woods?
1: Yeah, I I think he's the prince. I think he's Cinderella's mm-hmm. prince.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Um, and uh, where can people find you, you if can they find want me- to do so?
0: On the internet at the same handle on both Twitter and TikTok,
1: which is Epic Adventure Of. And you can find me at iBroski on Twitter and Instagram, com. iBrods on TikTok. Um, buy, get tickets to my show on October 4th at Rockwood yeah. Music Hall. Um, I'm excited to do that again. Um, yeah, so yeah. I'm going to start plugging that now, I guess. Why not? Yeah. It's your
0: show, it's your life. Um, well, thank you, everyone listening (laughs) Uh, you can join us next week uh, when we will be discussing season 3 episode 16 um, which is and I hate saying this one out loud uh, it is entitled Saturday Night Gleever
1: they unfortunately knew what they were doing there
0: Um, when I said that title out loud to Zach he did not understand because he did not make the connection to what it was referencing he's like what word are they possibly replacing for gleaver (laughs) it's like cleaver or griever right there's a lot of words that rhyme with gleaver Uh, yeah but no it's it's probably what you think it is which does mean ian does this episode of glee make you want to watch that next episode of glee
1: i guess what about your
0: deep-seated love for john travolta
1: I feel like that is another one of those things that you just made up right now that you're going to tell everybody that now I love John Travolta. I like have... you and Sarah made everybody assume that I love Nickelback, which is mm. not true.
0: I don't know. Um, I don't know what your feelings on John
1: Travolta are.